I have a question for you today. Are you tired of politics? I'm curious to hear what your answer is. So, let's start the program. Welcome once again to the Restoring Main Street podcast, and my name is Gary. Politics, are you sick of it yet? You know, um, it was not that long ago that I remember having a, a bit of a respite from politics, and it wasn't part of the everyday. Um, I am brushing away the cobwebs to remember all of that, and I'm sure most of you feel the same way. But again, like I said, I asked the question, are, are, you, are you tired yet? You know, the more and more I talk to friends and look around, uh, the answer is pretty much yes. And we're going to talk about some of the contributing factors and how, how that slipped away. You know, there was a time, like I said, when um, politics felt like it was seasonal. But that's not so much anymore. So what changed? Uh, well, uh, a 24-hour news cycle. That, to me, didn't uh, exactly help things. Uh, we were constantly bombarded now with uh, the politicization of absolutely everything. Politics has creeped into every single sector of our lives. And no wonder you're tired. I'm tired. Um, so what do we do about this? How can we stop it? How can we get back to feeling maybe a little bit normal again and uh, not having politics seem to rule our lives or, like I said, creep into any, every single sector of our lives? Well, um, I think I have a couple of ideas, but it's certainly going to take your participation, and uh, we all need to work at this. But, you know, where do we start? Where are some of the, the areas that we can um, take a look at and, and call out and try to talk about question and piece together how this all started besides the 24-hour news cycle? Well, like I said, it's creeped into every single part of our lives. So why don't we start by trying to um, request, push, and maybe get a little ornery about getting it out of certain parts of our lives. How about we get the, the woke political agenda, agenda, if that's good English, agenda, out of our sports and entertainment. You know, you need to sleep. We all need to sleep. Why do you do that? Well, you're supposed to be letting the mind shut down. The body goes into hopefully a deep REM sleep, although I can't remember the last time that's happened for me. And you physical be physically become repaired, the body does repair work um, as you rest, giving it time to do so, 
But during sleep, if your mind is quiet and at ease, um, you get a break. You get a respite from all of this. You know, um, politics and the cares of the day hopefully are not something that creeps uh, into your, your evenings or your night when you close your eyes. But more and more cases, like I said, due to the 24-hour news cycle, uh, due to social media uh, that just keeps throwing this at us, um, it's always there. Um, so if we could maybe get the wokeness and political out of those areas that we're supposed to use during our waking hours too, Sports was supposed to be a place where you could go just like sleep uh, and forget about things. You could concentrate on, you know, your team, the players. You could concentrate on uh, the excellence that you're watching as far as athletic competition. And you could root for something. You could be part of something that would cause you, you know, great joy and sometimes angst but at least the, most of the cares of the day went away. And, you know, we, we got a lot out of that when it was pure. And we got a lot of camaraderie out of it as well. You know, you felt like you were part of a group. And we all feel like we want to belong. Um, and that was one way socially that you could certainly belong by wearing your colors you know, and um, just enjoying baseball, football, any of those things, and entertainment. You know, for a majority, I guess, of entertainment, you can you can pick and choose uh, the movies that you watch. Um, you can take a look at the uh, titles, read down through the information, and disseminate whether it's something that you feel is worthwhile and you know goes in a direction that allows you like I said to um, go to another place for a while how about we get back to some of that between sports and some of our entertainment um, like I said unfortunately politics seems to uh, have permeated everything you know um, including just putting blame where it's supposed to go. And what do I mean by that? Well, how about we stop demonizing the masses, politicizing the masses due to the actions of a few? And what am I talking about? I'm talking about January 6th again. You know, that was um, a horrendous day in our history and will always be a horrendous day. And everybody, everybody that I talk to has condemned the actions of those few that stormed the Capitol and did things that, um, honestly, they they should be, you know, prosecuted for, for those that actually committed crimes. But right now we're politicizing that too. You, you, they're using that to bash 
the masses. They're talking uh, in a collective manner about uh, Trump supporters, all of them, and they're trying to paint a picture, a political picture, that everyone, everyone that supported Trump or was there marching that day was a radical, was a terrorist. That's not true. They've also likened it to the Civil War as being that disruptive to our American society. How about you blame the handful that actually committed crimes? How about we not compare something that have, I believe if I'm correct, over 600,000 casualties when I'm talking about the Civil War and actual death? And then when we get back to what happened on January 6th and the one individual that actually died that day, Ashley Babbitt. When you try to compare those two, the Civil War and January 6th, you are trying to paint a huge, broad stroke that is not real. Another aspect of politicizing absolutely everything. How about we stop using politics to politicize a virus? How about we stop using politics, like I said, to um, demonize people, COVID-19, and using that to weaponize individuals, or not weaponize, that's the wrong word, segregate people. We're politicizing that and we're continuing, or I say we, it's not we, it's people with an agenda out there that are looking to further divide this country. And like I said, social media and um, even news alerts can play games when it comes to division using this virus and politicizing it. I want to show you an alert I got on my phone today from the one of the local television stations here in my state of New Hampshire. And you can see the headline. Are your neighbors vaccinated? Vaccination rates vary widely across New Hampshire. Okay. In a society that just reads headlines and maybe reads the first paragraph of things, do you think maybe we could have changed the verbiage in that particular headline? And I, I want to show you um, the other shot when I actually um, clicked on this and uh, looked into it a little bit further. So, are your neighbors vaccinated? Depends on where you live in New Hampshire. Again, based on a society that looks at headlines that we just don't seem to have enough time or don't want to make the time to actually read down through a complete article, um, that statement, to me, 
sounds more hyperbolic than anything else. Why are you trying to point fingers at individuals and why are you starting to try to demonize those that may not have gotten a vaccination? The same thing uh, holds true with what they're trying to do with January 6th. How about we just look at individuals? As far as the vaccine goes, instead of pointing out a hyperbolic statement like that, putting that as your headline, and, and granted, let me be fair about the article. The article uh, just points out what the percentages are in the states and the different in in the state of New Hampshire, the different counties, and what percentage uh, of the population is actually vaccinated. And it also points out uh, a few um, percentages that may be skewed because of different things. So the article itself, um, I guess, gets to the point, but it, for me, it's more of the headline. You're trying to politicize this and make two classes of citizens in this country further division, politics, politics over something that was supposed to be um, a medical concern, a viral concern, something that you're talking about the health and well-being of people. Why would you put a statement on there that, to me, I just picture people reading that and then heads turning and looking next door to the folks that live next to you and planting this seed. It's just politicization, politicization of something that doesn't need to be politicized. Another aspect of the same COVID-19 situation and politicizing things. You've had a few uh, conservative personalities and uh, Republican uh, representatives in Washington start to come out and have a more positive, um, or promote more positively the idea of getting vaccinated. So what does the other side of the aisle decide to do with that, including our illustrious president? Instead of using that as a way of encouraging and promoting the idea, if that's truly what you're looking to do is get more people vaccinated, instead they used it immediately to mock those that decided to come out in a more positive fashion for the vaccine, that they finally come around, they finally figured it out, they're, you know, finally getting on board. Again, politicizing something that doesn't need to be politicized. And honestly, it's, this is what makes people tired of politics tired of all of this. You just can't seem to get away from it anymore. And like most people, it makes, it makes me angry and tired. I was listening to a program today, like I said, I do a lot of listening to podcasts. 
while I'm at work. Um, I'm able to do that. Uh, and I'd like to um, propose, or just not propose, propose the wrong word, to share a quote with you. Um, somebody that I, like I said, listen to on a regular basis. Uh, if you haven't caught the Steve Dace show uh, on YouTube, um, you can get segments of his show. Uh, the man is very down to earth. The whole program is very down to earth and seeks truth no matter where it goes. And in response to some of the politicization of COVID-19, as far as the government, uh, government pushing things, um, he made th these two statements. Um, government can't mandate anything. You can only comply. And that's what government, by consent of the governed, means. No truer words were spoken. So how about we start there? How about we start there as far as pushing back on politics and politicizing things that should not be politicized? And why, why do we continue to do these things? Or why do certain groups consider, you know, continue to do these things? Well, it's something I've spoke about before. If we're fighting amongst ourselves about everything, because absolutely everything has been politicized, we have no way of escaping it. Well, you basically sow the seeds of division and grow the propaganda of hate. And if you're talking about, um, you know, they talk about hate groups, uh, starting to wonder if politicians and their agenda uh, shouldn't be considered a more of a hate group. So how do we turn this around? Well, my suggestion, like I said, when I'm talking about sleep and trying to get that rest, uh, that recuperative part of what your body needs, and um, you know, talking about uh, getting back to basic sports and, and getting all the rest of anything else out of sports and entertainment, um, how about we get back to a limited government? Maybe you decide to tune out, you know, the 24-hour news cycle and social media from time to time. And I don't mean bury your head in the sand, because I think we need uh, an informed electorate as far as understanding things and making rational, common-sense decisions when it comes to what you do with your vote and what subjects you decide to stand up for and push back against. But, you know, getting back to the Constitution, you know, getting back to Article 1, Section 8, and what is laid out there as, as far as what, what uh, Congress what their powers are 
actual limited government. You know, if we got back to that, you probably wouldn't have to think about politics so much because there would be restraint there. There would be boundaries that have already been set that we don't follow. The government doesn't follow. And if you stick to those things that are laid out in the Constitution, guess what? The rest of those things that we really need to take care of, those come back to the states. That's how it's laid out in the Constitution. That anything not given to Congress, and that's powers, consent from the governed to be governed. We give a little bit of what we consider our freedom to them. And how about you look at everything from the perspective of their, your employees. You are not theirs. Again, I quote Mr. Dace, Government, governments can't mandate anything. You can only comply. So how about we push back? How about we take a respite every once in a while, each of us, and tune out? And how about we just demand better? I'm tired. And I, 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 I fully believe that you are too. So, Why don't we, I guess, pull up our bootstraps a little bit and work at some of those ideas that I suggested. Get back to the Constitution, take a little bit of rest, push for those segments of entertainment, sports, and uh, movies and, and uh, things of those natures, of that nature, and um, select and choose you know what we watch and demand better demand better maybe we won't all be so uh, tired of politics maybe we could push it actually back into those little short seasons that they used to exist in instead of permeating every single bit of our lives every single day so it's just an idea like I said, just a question I had, something I wanted to pose to all of you. So I, uh, I ask you to think about it. Comment. Comment, comment, comment. Um, always want to hear what you think about what it is that's being discussed on this program. Uh, just a quick reminder of where you can find this content. And I appreciate all your uh, support. Uh, follow, subscribe, share. That's the only way that um, this information gets out further, it gets out to other people. And like I said, you can, you can find this program on Rumble, YouTube, Gab TV. Uh, I upload the audio version now to Spotify, which goes to Anchor FM and a lot of different um, podcast platforms, so you can find it there. I have a Restoring Main Street Twitter account, a 
uh, Instagram account as well. And I've just completed setting up something called locals.com, a restoring Main Street um, presence there where I can start assembling my content, getting it ready in case, in case um, the great overlords decide that, you know, uh, the things I'm trying to share with you don't fall under what they consider uh, proper speech. Uh, at least you'll have some place to find me. And like I said before, if you haven't set up uh, a Gab account, a MeWe account, a Rumble um, access accounts to those different things, some of those places where free speech is actually encouraged, uh, I encourage you to do so. So, all right. I'll stop rambling on here. I'm going to leave you the way that I always do, uh, God, freedom, and family, because if we lose the first two, our families are surely doomed. Thank you once again, and uh, God bless.